The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hello, Boston. I'm back. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Near last show, from Trenches, baby. From Trenches. Off the victim from Trenches. From baby. Listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM radio. And the program from the Trenches. Off the victim off the, off the from Trenches. But I think about things that are affecting my community. I focus mostly on adults or American-born blacks, not disparaging any group, not against no group, nor actually grind against no group. My group is totally now permanent underclass or bottom class. Our legitimate grievances have been totally removed from the board. And so nobody needs an advocate more so than American-born blacks or adults as I identify as American descendants of slaves. Yes, indeed. We have been the most loyal to this country of all the immigrants. Given the most to this country of all immigrants. Fought in every war she ever had and got nothing. Think about it. Given the most, got nothing. Fought in every war, got nothing. Been the most loyal and devoted and got nothing. All because we was ostracized because of our skin color, blackness, blackness. And I can say without no doubt that without the king was murdered for civil rights for Negroes or Adels, American descent slaves or black or, or black American, that failed. It failed to achieve Dr. King's dream. We be will we be treated as full fit, full fledged citizens, full. Listen with all the perks and benefit, benefit of whiteness. That includes the right to vote, okay? Due process on the law, right? Access to health, right? Quality home, right? Employment, city contracts, state contracts, everything that, in, that, that encompasses whiteness as a citizen, Dr. King was fighting for. It was, it was not just the right to vote. Today, I'm going to talk about education. Education. Today, most of these cities across this country, kids are, are taking what they call the MCAS or some version or some version of. In Massachusetts, right, black American children or adults, kids, have always fared disaster. That's dismal. Hispanic didn't do any better. Because we know, right, what I have in a certain degree of proficiency or excelling, excelling in, in education, your plight, your future don't look well. Doesn't look well. And so right now 
Kids are taking the MCAS in Massachusetts. Mel Wu, nice lady, I'm sure she is, decided that despite folks voting for a school board that, that is elected, that she's going to deny folks the right and she's going to a decide what's best for everybody. As happened with Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Menino. Disaster. It's going to be disaster on the mayor, on the mayor move, night later. Disaster. Because as somebody out, out in the trenches for the last 30 years, no, 20 years, out in the trenches doing direct uh, home based support with families, right? Seeing families in their natural habitat, what's going on. Nobody can address the most important component of education, the home. It all starts in the home. Mayor, Mayor uh, Wu, new superintendent, city councilors, it all starts there. And you guys got no remedy how to address that. You can give teachers more, more training, you know, more sophistication, more tools, but you do you do nothing to address the home. Keep in mind this year, Mayor Wu, city councilors. A school system reflects what the home senate. I repeat again, a school system reflects what the home sent it. If the home has not done its job, preparing kids to be lovers of learning, education. You get a child, right, who's not engaged or not committed to learning. So right now, we have MCAS going on. And I can say as a provider, last 20 years been out in the trenches doing wraparound or in, or in the home support for mental health issues, right, through DCF and also through Medicaid, CBHI, we get to see firsthand how homes are functioning, the culture, the rituals, the routines, the language. And I can tell you without no reservation that homes, despite what you might think, are not doing their job of paying these kids to come into K-1, first grade, prepared as students. They don't know. They, they don't. They don't know the, the ABCs. They can't count to a hundred. They, they don't know their colors, right? Different shapes. They don't know these things. So the essence of learning and the love of learning is missing. And so he have a teacher. They may have twenty or fifteen kids in the same predicament. You expect her, him, right, to do something magical, to transform these non-academic people into students. Impossible. And they go home, right? I can speak from, I can speak from experience. While I'm in the home, right? We see. What goes in the home is not conducive to the learning. It's not conducive to learning, Mayor Wu, to the counselor, superintendent. Pay attention, not pay attention. And those sirens, we get to see what goes on in the home. Disparity, no one. against nobody. But again, the home is not doing its job of preparing these kids to be what? Students. To be students. Right? 
to be levels of learning, to enjoy learning. So they come into preschool, what I call free spirit. They don't know the alphabet, colors, right? Can't count, can't tie their shoes. Everything elementary, those building blocks are missing. But here I am, a preschool teacher. I might have 15 or 20 kids in my class. Half might be like that. No skill set. So what I become in essence, what I call is daycare. Daycare for non-engaging, non-committed parents who have not done their job. But you can't say that goodbye. Racism. And it might be some degree of that. Okay, fine. But the bottom line is many of our families, parents have not done their job. So now here I have little Willie or little Mary sitting there, right? They have got a, they've been fed a diet of, right, non-academic discourse, non-academic instruction. So now I want, them, I want them now to be studious. Follow instruction, group play, right? Take your turn, raise your hand, all those things. That's not how they've been groomed, how they've been socialized, what they've been exposed to. But no one, no one wants to say, our biggest dilemma here, Mayor Wu, superintendent, right? City Council, your home reflects what the school gets. If the home has not done its job, right? Let's be honest now, let's be honest, right? Then the school is at a severe disadvantage. It's my humble belief. And I can say it because why? I'm out in the trenches for the last 20 years. I'm in the homes. I get to see how things are going on. The rituals, the traditions, what they're doing or not doing. And I can say without no reservation, without no insult to nobody, our home are failing to prepare these young folks to be students, to be studious, to be lovers of learning, to be intrigued with the unknown. And so you hold teachers accountable by having this, this bogus thing called MCAS. And don't get me wrong, tests are needed. You need to know where, where somebody falls on the test scale, okay? It's only one metric, only one metric, test score. Okay, fine. But the most of these urban centers, right, urban education centers, right, we already know most of these kids, right, are what? So really behind. Failed in school based on test scores. You know, I ain't lying. As a matter of fact, I speak from experience. I got a grad school from Simmons College in 1998, May of 98. Went to work for Brighton High School as a lab, as a lab club, lab cluster uh, clinician. I saw firsthand the problem. Here it is, Mayor Wu, superintendent. In most cases, we call what, you know, emotional disturbance, right? 
These kids got emotional disturbance, right? It's not that. These kids are not students. They have not succeeded as being a student in years. Had no success of passing. No satisfaction of being studious. They're not students. But you pass them along, because why? If you, if, if you keep these kids behind, right, they'll be what I call a bottle jam. Because all these kids now will be stuck now, right, in the previous grade. You pass kids along, like right? hoping and praying that things might get better. They never do. That's why there's a void there. There's a gap there. They don't know the timetables or the vision. They don't comprehend well. They don't read well. But you pass them to the next grade, hoping that, hey, some might get better, but they don't. So, Mayor Wu, superintendent, it's what I would suggest you do if I was you. I would test all my incoming new students in K-1, first grade, and see where they are. Do they have the skill set to be on grade level, first grade level? And if not, right, I'm going to create a whole new curriculum, right, to get these kids caught up. But more importantly, right, I must demand, not insist, demand that parents play their role. I will map out what parents must do at home. Why? Most learning takes place where? In the home. Why? Learns about learns what I call repetition. Repetition. You might cover content in the class, get some clarity, okay? But learning and mastering the content takes place in the home at the kitchen table. So I would, Mayor Wu, since you, you don't want an elected school board, I would insist, superintendent, right? We're going to focus on the home. Disparaging nobody against nobody. But here's what we need you to do. Here's your role. I will say it out loud to them. We cannot educate your kid. We cannot educate your child, your child without your help. We cannot educate your kid without your help. If you want to help us, right, we can guarantee you your child will not be educated. You sit there, okay, but you make no progress. That's why you are not doing your job at home, right, from the practice, to practice. Become, become familiar with the content. Because why many of your parents, right, are deficient when it comes to education. Because why they barely got through or didn't get through, was passed through. So here's the problem, Mia Wu, superintendent. You need a do-over, a do-over. If nothing else, urban education should at least guarantee that all these urban kids will be gainfully employed after after 12 years, if they stay 12 years. The reason being, right, if they're gainfully employed, they're less likely to be involved with in deviancy, being deviant. In crime, or being being uh, mischief, if they're gainfully employed, and I would insist 
on all these companies that get, 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 get you know, you business you know, Edison, right? Hospital, schools. We need what I call mentorship. You take this kid in seventh grade, eighth grade, right? Depending on what they want to do. We're going to try to put you on, on what you put you in the field of your choice that you want to learn. Give him a stipend. Okay? Let's start to prepare this kid to be gainfully employed. If nothing else we can do, these kids should at least be gainfully employed at the end of 12 years. And also, for those kids who are teenage, teen, in their teen years, right, who ain't doing jack, but causing that mayhem and carnage, I would also allow them, right, to work. You 16, 17, you know, you're already four or five grades behind. Hey, let's make sure they are gainfully employed. Be it apprenticeship, you know, doing something, Edison, hospitals, might be the trades, might be IT, whatever. You got a contract with these large, large corporations, you're going to kick it in. You're going to come back and take some of these kids under your wing as mentors. We give them a stipend while they're while they, while they with you, right? But these kids at least be gainfully employed. You can mentor these. You can mentor these kids. Mentor these kids. But they don't come back and bite us in the butt by doing crime, by doing stupid stuff. Because right now, education has failed urban kids. So it doesn't matter, Mayor Wu, if you got charge of it or it is elected. You don't have charge of the families. And not throwing the mix all these illegals immigrate, all these, all these illegals. Look at them. These folks ain't been now enough focused on education. They've been trying to survive. Trying to feed themselves, clothe themselves, hide themselves. Education is not top of the agenda. Come on, Mayor Wu. Superintendent, city councilor, come on now. Here they are now in the urban school, and the teachers are going to be held accountable for their children. It's this rhetoric why all our children, our future. Get a new rap. Get a new slogan. Get a new slogan. It's 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 it's, 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 it's a one thing. It's a one thing. All kids ain't gonna make it. Period. All kids ain't gonna make it. Like all adults ain't gonna make it. Period. Because at the end of the day now, everybody's making choices, including our young people. Like our adults, they're making choices. Some will, some will embrace education and pursuing skills, and some won't. And we must come to acknowledge that. Yes, opportunity is there, right? But they are so behind, they are so far behind, right? Academically, right? It makes no sense. Why? They have never fared well or done well as a student. They have no history of doing well as a student, Mayor Wu, superintendent. I've been in Boston for, for, since 1963, I think. I'll be 70 in August, Lord willing. I've been in for down here for 60 years. I've seen mayors come, superintendent come, and also, those in charge of BPS come and go. And the language is saying, we're going to do something different. 
we gonna make you, we gonna take all our children, all our children. Huh. You hear the word all, you know ain't nothing happen. The word all mean they have no clue how to make a word. Because why? The word should be specificity, 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 specificity. Everybody's not the same place, man, Wu, superintendent. They're not the same place. Some kids need different things, like some folks need different things. One size don't fit all. That's why I say voting for black Americans, Adolf, American system slaves, is not an option anymore. We will not have our, our grievances met through politics anymore. It's over. What got, got, got Dr. King murdered? We lost the advantage they got Dr. King murdered. And so here we are now, hollering about education. They're taking the NCAS. This week, they're taking the MCAS, right? But you already know the results. You already know the results now. You know the results. I know it. I'm with them every day. I already know. You know that when in the end of the day, most kids are what? We end up failing. Severely behind, severely behind. And so you're going to sit there in shock. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, I'll tell you what I would do. I would totally do my whole system over. Revamp my system, right, based on, right, the caliber of the homes these kids are coming, coming out of. That's right. Based on the caliber home these kids come out, I will I will vet my my curriculum and my education right to suit the needs of kids. And the primary or the focal point would be make sure that all these kids at the end of the day would be gainfully employable. Some going to college, yeah. Some kids from these poor homes, some from, from these kids from poor beginning are ready for college, right? That's why their parents make sure they are students. They are students. They are students. They are students. May I woo? Commissioner, they're students. But the bulk of them are not. They're in school because why? Law mandates they be law mandates that while they be in school. They're there. But they're not students. They're not students. They're not students, man. Woo. Commissioner, they're not students. They're not students. So, but I would revamp my education system to reflect the caliber of the home these kids come out of. And my primary focus would be to make sure these kids are what gainfully employed. Employed to make sure that they will be less in, less inclined to be involved in deviancy, social deviancy, be crime, stealing, murder, whatever. Why? They are on somebody's job, and some in time might go back to college. That's right. As they mature and they grow, everybody ain't going to college. People, most folks who went there. Even my generation, when LBJ assigned from action, you know, saying you got to take these kids, these kids, these black, these Negro kids went to college, yeah, went to college, right? We was not, we was not college, we was not ready for college. Most, most of us not ready for college. That's why most folks in my age bracket, I'm a baby, a baby born, a baby born, a baby born. Most got a year or two of college, couldn't finish. Why? They were never college. They was never college ready or college prep. We, we, we were not. 
but to address a legacy of slavery and Jim Crow. It was not thought out. How does thought to address this deliberate impairment of these people from slavery and Jim Crow of 347 years, 247 years of slavery, hundreds of Jim Crow? How does thought to address that? It shouldn't just have been just going to college. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And matter of fact, when you read LBJ uh, uh, speech at how at Howard University in eight, eight, 1965, he didn't use the word merit, or being qualified. He said, because of slavery and Jim Crow, we must do something for the Negroes. But, 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 but nobody ever thought about how you do that. How do you put these folks in environments or situation that they have been deliberately excluded? Excluded. Then think about a, 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 a mentorship or apprenticeship. Those things never, never ever entered uh, the mindset. It's similar college, 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 college. And you hear this, you hear this, hear this ad as a young man. A mind is a terrible thing to blow. Verbally, remember that? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, truth be told, we was not, we was not college prep. We did not come out of home that was, that was ready for college. There's no thought given to for people being deliberately harmed as we were them years of slavery, years of Jim Crow, redlining the whole nine yards, how you not start to put them in spaces and places, right, that they've been excluded from. That's why if you listen to LBJ's speech, it was never based on merit or being qualified. So now we have these kids, right, in school, and school has become what I call a place of what? Babysitting. Your primary job as a urban school institution is to babysit the kids of the working poor. That's right. It's your job. Now they're not, they're not prepared to be. They're not studious. They're not students. They're not studious. Most are behind. Many are behind in grade level. Many of them. It is what it is. And that's the provide out here in the trenches doing direct and on support mental health services and on support. I get to see these kids. I get to see how they read, do math, how they comprehend. And they're behind. But also I get to see their parents who just 10 years, just 10 years ago is in the same seat their son is or daughter is in now. They get to see that. It didn't work for the parent. It ain't working for them. But nobody wants to say we need a do-over. A do-over. When I, when I was a young young man at, at my mom and daddy's house, one of my tasks was to mop the kitchen floor on Saturday. You remember that? We all had chores, you know, on Saturday, you know? Somebody had to, you know, mop the floor, mop the dishes, do the china, you know, wipe down things, you know. My job was, A, to mop the kitchen floor. 
And mopping that kitchen floor, once the water became dirty or spoiled, right, no matter how much clean water I put in that bucket, right, it was always what? Dirty water. Dirty water. So the same with education. No matter how much new technology you put in, money you put in, innovation you put in, it's still a compromised system. Because why? The home is out of order. So to get that floor clean, I had to dump that water out. I needed clean water to rinse off that floor and get it clean. Mayor Rule, superintendent, city council, you need to A, start from scratch by A, starting from fresh, a fresh beginning. You're not going to get this thing done. BPS has failed. It's a failure. I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to tell you point blank. It's a failure. You need a do-over. All these urban school systems need a, a do-over. You need to take into consideration, right, the caliber of the home these kids are coming out of. What are they coming out of? What, what kind of home are these kids coming out of? And I would set minimum standard, right? At least these kids will be what? Gainfully employable when they finish here. Nothing else. They are employable. They got a job. So they are less likely to be involved in crime, juvenile delinquency, or other social delinquency. Because why? They're going to be at least gainfully employed. And I would get off that college kick. A lot of the urban centers, urban children, right? They're not there. They're not there. A few are, but the majority are not there. So again, I recognize the caliber of the home the kids are coming out of, right? And I would A, make my curriculum and my standards reflect that. But MCAT only show you what you already know. They're not there. So again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. And you're listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, you're listening to WBCA 102.9. Name of the show from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. What well, I see out of the last two decades ain't working, baby. Today's topic, education. It's MCAS time. All teachers are holding their breath. Why? They know they know the results gonna be gonna be disastrous. They know that. They know that. They know that. And they'll say, "Well, we gotta uh, bring more innovation, more creativity, more technology." No, 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 no. You don't need that. You don't need. You don't need. You don't need that. No, 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 no. You need the homes to bring you and send you a different kid who's a lover of learning and been prepared to be studious. Mayor Wu, superintendent, city council, what do you need? Education all starts in the home, baby. It all starts there. It all starts there. If the home's out of order, everything else is out of order. So again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom.
me take a break. I'll be back. Again, listen to WBCA 102.9, the program from the trenches, off the basement trenches. So don't go nowhere. I'll be back. Let's talk more about education, what needs to be done, what needs to be done. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart, heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. I'm back. Again, I'm your host, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show is From the Trenches, baby. Off the Vista Trenches. From the Trenches, Off the Vista Trenches. You listen to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. And we're talking about education. Education. Kids are taking the MCATs. Everybody's holding their breath for a while. They know results going to be disastrous come June. They already know that. As a provider for the last 20 plus years in folks' homes, I can see why. But you know why things are not good. A school system reflects what a home sent it, what a home sent it. Have you prepared your kid to be lovers of learning? They know, right? The ABCs. They encounter 100, right? They read, right? They also know shapes. Have you prepared, to, have you prepared your kids to be studious parents? Answer is no, no. That's why in the last 40, 50 years since King was murdered, results have been dismal, just downright despicable. Because most of these urban schools where eight of those students attend, American descendants of slaves or black Americans, not throwing Hispanic, you know, everybody's right. The home has failed to do its job. It's sending you a product, right, that's ill prepared to be in school. Why? You've been what called, you become what I call reduced, what I call daycare, child care. Legal child care. Because why? 
Most single parents are female. Got the word? We have totally annihilated marriage and commitment. Sex ain't worth nothing. Sex is cheap. You know, it don't mean nothing, you know. So marriage is not there. Commitment is not there. Partnership is not there. I got to work now because why? Uh, Clinton made sure that if you're going to get a, a, a welfare check, got to be employed by somewhere doing something. So now I'm, I'm, I'm working. So nobody's dead to watch my children when they come out, when they come off, come off of school or to make sure the homework is done or to check and see if they're on grade level. See, parents, you don't need to wait for, wait for, wait for uh, a, progress, a progress report, for a progress report. If you sit down with little Johnny, little Mary, right? As I do in these homes, right? I already know they're behind. I already know they're behind because why? I'm seeing them, I'm seeing them reading, trying to struggle, trying to read, trying to do math, English, or whatever. I see that. We those cyber see that. Our team see that. Why are we sitting down with them? But as a single parent, here's your excuse. I'm a single parent. I'm overcommitted. I'm overextended. I'm I'm overstressed. I'm stressed out. All those things are true. You know why? Because you gave no thought to if I lay down with Larry or Billy Bob without no contraception, he's on none. I got none. The good chance I might become a pregnant mummy. And so now kids come to the world. No fault of their own. But you got no helpmate to help you carry the load. Now the government has said to collect those dollars, right? You must be, you must be, you must be employable. So here comes little Mary, little Larry, after school. You're not there. You go to the boys' club to five or six o'clock. You pick them up, you go home, you're tired. But guess what? School also failed you because why? Your home failed you too. It did not prepare you to be studious. So you can't help them do timetables, division, because why? You did not do well into yourself. So now we have generation, right? Behind the eight ball. Behind the eight ball. And so the MCAS only show you, right, what we already know. These young men and women, to no fault of their own, you know, there's nothing innately wrong with them. Nothing wrong with their, bi- you know, bi- their biology, their, you know, their psychology. Nothing wrong with that. They have not been groomed or socialized to be students. They have not been prepared to be students. Because why? Their mom and daddy was not prepared to be students. So they don't do well. Mayor Wu. Superintendent, city councilor. Because you don't want to say and demand we need a better outcome from these homes. All support in the world, Mayor Wu, city council, is not going to do nothing if the home doesn't change. The first line of defense is the home. The home decides if the kid going to be a lover of learning. Do it like to read? Explore, comprehend. Home does that. Mom and dad does about by reading to their children, having kids read back to them. 
So you know if he or she can comprehend or not. But because you don't want to say what's obvious, Mayor Wu and and, and uh, new superintendent, I'm sure, she, I'm sure she's a great lady. They all are. Everybody that had here in Boston, going back 40 years, I'm sure they was they're highly educated. They're all highly educated. They all got PhD education. Many have written books. That's true. They're successful, right? But you can't change this monster. You can't change this here. Why? You're not going to go down to the root cause. Everything starts where? In the home. In the beginning with the house. In the home. So if the home don't improve, they don't improve, Mayor Wu, city counselor, superintendent. Probably tell you that. I'm reporting from the trenches, baby, from the trenches. These are my observations from the trenches. Observation, observation, observation. 20 plus years in the trenches, Mayor Wu. City Council, I see. We see the rituals and the routines in these homes. They're not conducive to learning, Mayor Wu. Superintendent, City Council, they're not conducive to learning. These ain't bad people. Not evil. They're just not developers of learning for their children. So why? It did not work for them. When they was in, in that in that, in that kid's place, they appeared to do much for them. So here we are. MCAS. Everybody know come June. They don't want to hear the results. They already know, they already know, they know the results. Like I know the results. I already know the results already. Cause why? At Osiris, we had folks we know, we get to see what's going on. To see for like 20 plus years. What's going on? And so that's why I come to this conclusion, Mayor Wu, Superintendent. It's time to revamp the whole system. I shut it down. I would shut it down, shut it down. And I would model my system based on the caliber of homes the kids come out, come out of and what they need to be least employable, gainfully employable. And yes, some of those poor kids and poor homes, they are college, college materials. Some, more or less, some, 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 but not all, not most. And so I would have my curriculum, right, reflect the caliber of the homes these kids come out of, but also, what does this kid need to be successful? Given the home they come out of, what do they need? Some can go into IT, the trade, humanities, Right? Education, right? Nursing, mental health, medical, right? I've given these kids different tracks that they can get on, different tracks. I say, hey, what you, what, 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 what you want to get into? I would not force them. You want to go into trade? No problem. IT? No problem. You know? You want to be uh, uh, medical? No problem. No problem. Boston Edison, no problem. Eversource, no problem. I'll let these kids to pick what they want to do, but also have these companies, right, where you're going to mentor these kids and give them a stipend. Give them a stipend. Starting in seventh grade. In the seventh grade, you're going to start to begin to think about your future. What you're going to do with yourself. 
Why? Name of the game for you to be what? Gainfully employed. Gainfully employed. Gainfully employed. If nothing else. My system is going to make sure you are gainfully employable. Nothing else. Because why? It's going to cut down what? Deviancy? Juvenile delinquency? Right? Crime? Because why? You now are gainfully employed. But you're also being mentored, right? By adults. By adults. Who can show you, who can show you the ropes. Show you the game. Now, some of you might decide to go back, go back to college later on. You're mature now. You're going to group now. Okay, fine. But Mayor Wu, city council, superintendent, most of the kids kid ain't going to college. Stop that. Get off that college rap. They ain't going. No more than was ready during LBJ's time. Most of the folks who went to college during LBJ's time was not college ready. Why? The next, the next, the slaves, Adolf, Mecca, Mecca, Black. What do y'all need? What do y'all need? We need the contracts to hire people, to put our folks, to put these men to work. Need the contracts, city, city contracts, state contracts, federal contract, private contract, to bring in revenue. He's home. Need the contracts. Nobody about going to college. Some kids were ready. Some kids were ready for college. Some small s, Mayor Wu. Small s, Superintendent. Saw small s, City Council. Some was ready. But most were not. So I contend it's time, right, was to revamp the whole urban education apparatus and make it reflect the caliber of students that you're dealing with. Because why? His mom and daddy sat there about 15 years ago, about, about, two, de- about, two, decades, about two, de- two decades ago, two decades ago with his mama there. Daddy sat there. They wasn't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. And nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Man, woo. To the council, superintendent. So let's stop lying to ourselves and stop these, these slogans. We got to do something for our kids, for our kids, for our kids' sake. No, we need a do over for our kids' sake. And we throw in the mix all these illegal kids down here. Look at them. You see them out at the top of the border. They ain't students. Come on. They've been, they been hustling, trying to survive, trying to eat. Trying to keep keep a roof, roof over their head. They're not students. Come on now. But you want to make sure we're going to be held accountable for all these illegal you got here in these school systems, in these, in, these, in, these, in these ghettos, these urban centers. There are no more students than a man on the moon. You know that. Come on. They're not going out there to Weston, Newton, Canton, Sharon, Stoughton, Concord, they ain't going out there. Where they drop it? Where they drop it? Everybody been dropped off in the hood, in the ghetto, in the urban community with Black America, Adolf, all of because the suburbs were not built for, right? Apartments were not built for poor folks. 
with ownership, for owners. These are, these are poor folks, poor folks. And what do folks, poor folks do? They are dumped on the poor. So the resources that you have for the poor folks now are being stressed and overextended. Because why? You must, come, you must come to all these poor people. Come to that southern border, those are all poor people. And that's been going on for like the last 50 years. 50 years. They've been coming the last 50 years. We just not seen it, but they've been coming for the last 50 years. Ain't nothing new. And in fact, they said they have apprehended folks from from, from, from 140 different nationalities. So it's just not Spanish people, right? They're from all over the country, all over the world. Come, come to us, come to us, and board them. When they catch them, they release them, right, on probation and tell them, show up for your court date on, on this date. You know darn well they ain't coming. They know darn well they ain't coming. White folks, sometimes I wonder, how do you come to the world? How do you come, how, how do you come to the world? How do you come to the world being so naive and gullible these people are going to show up on their court date? I'm going to release you in the community, right, and hope you show up on your court date. Come on now. Come on, white people. Come on now. Come on, be for real now. That's ridiculous. You know it, I know it. But anyway, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name this little hourly talk. Is from the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches. Observation from the trenches. Listen to WBCCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM here in Boston. I won't be on here next week. I'll be out of town next week, so I won't be here next Wednesday. But again, when I come back, I share my thoughts on different, different topics that affect my group. But education-wise, right, it's over, baby. It's over. It's time for a do-over. It is time, right, to admit we have failed. White folks, admit it. You can't, you can't fix it. You can't fix it. You can't fix these urban schools, period. That's it. I know that. You know it. No matter what you say, you can't fix it. And I think black folks like hearing folks lie to them. Don't worry. Together we can. Together we can make it happen. Huh. Please. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. If nothing else, all these urban schools should be able to make sure all these kids were called gainfully employed. Gainfully employable. Gainfully. Where, where they stay out of mischief, out of uh, juvenile delinquency, other nonsense. So again, hope you enjoyed this conversation. Hope it have have you think about some things differently. But you're not going to fix the BPS or Nani school system, may we? May we? Nice lady, I'm sure y'all. You're not fixing this here. You're not going to fix it here. Commissioner, to your nice lady. You're not going to not going to fix this system here. City councilors, none of you. It's time for a do-over. It is time to admit we can't fix it. Let's start from scratch. Given the caliber of the homes these kids come out of, right, what do they need to be gainfully employed? What do they need? What do they need? What do they need? I would make sure that my system, right, if nothing else, make sure my kids were gainfully employed. 
they're working. That means they got the social skills, right? The graces to be employable. They can grow. They can mature. They can earn some dollars. And get out of this, this so-called social demency crap. Get out of what I call criminal justice, criminal justice crap. Get out of that nonsense. And they can decide what they want to do as, as life goes on. So again, just my belief, if nothing else, urban schools should make sure these kids are what? Gainfully employable. Gainfully employed. Because why? You don't fail, baby. NCAP is just an indication of what you already know. You already know these kids, right, have failed. You already know that. I'm in the homes. I always see it. I always see it. There's nothing innately wrong with them. They've not been socialized or groomed to be students. That's all. That's all. That's all it is. They've not been groomed to be students. So that being the case, right, let's admit what we can't do. For once, let's admit what we cannot do. You cannot fix this here. You cannot change this here. Here's what it is. So until next week, right, I won't be here next next week. I won't be here, right? I'll be here the following Wednesday, right? Some more uh, observation from, from, the, from the churches, right? But parents, if you got a kid in a BPS, at least make sure your kid can, can, can comprehend and read. If nothing else, make sure your child can comprehend and read. All life involves what reading and comprehension. So nothing else, make sure your child can comprehend and read. Otherwise, they are behind the eight ball. Yeah, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. I'm a show from the trenches, observation. Just listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. I'll see you in two weeks. Bye. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.